Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, approaching 7.08, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here tonight. The lovely and talented Deborah Green produces the show. A little ticket Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Loti Chuck screens your calls. We've got a uh, supersized show tonight. We're going to hear from Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review. We're going to try a new game on the Mark Aram Show, What's My Line, which we will uh, quiz your knowledge of WSB Radio. This is really a, uh, a game for loyal, loyal WSB Radio listeners, but it should be fun. Uh, we'll talk about, obviously, the Mega Millions, but joining us live as part of the studio audience tonight, uh, our longtime friend uh, of the station, of the show, of me, of Deb, of Longoria, of Loti. I don't know. You might have hired three or four of us. Three out of the four of us. Uh, Condis Presley joins us now. That is entirely possible. It is. Show what a great decision maker <laughs> yes, we are. exactly right. Now, you also hired Buford, though, so... No, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not taking credit for that. Right, and actually, I did one. not. <laughs> you did not hire Buford. Um, welcome to the show. Condis, by the way, has... Uh, you've had a number of jobs at WSB Radio over the years, but recently you have a new job title... You've moved uh, offices and you have new responsibilities. Tell us what your new uh, job is and, and what you're doing. Well, Mark Aram, thank you again for having me a guest on one of my favorite shows Aww. on all Atlanta radio, the Mark Aram <laughs> Show. In my new role, I get to listen to your show every night on my drive home. I am our new director of community affairs. Many of our listening audience may be familiar with Jocelyn Dorsey, mm-hmm. who had been the director of community affairs upstairs at WSB TV Channel 2. She'd been an employee with us for 45 years. She'd been the director of community affairs for 30 35 oh of goodness. those years. Yeah, and so uh, she, she recently decided, retired. Recently retired yeah. back in August, and when she announced that, I, I threw my hat in the ring to say, hey, I might like to do this, and lo and behold, the company said yes. What a great job to have, um, and what a great job Jocelyn did with it over those three and a half decades, um, and it's an important job. It really means a lot to the community. I'm so happy that you have that, and I know you'll carry on the fine work that uh, Jocelyn has done. Part of that fine work uh, that you are already doing is uh, you, you've taken over or become a part of the Convoy of Care, which is something uh, we've activated uh, way too often, uh, unfortunately, where uh, the folks at WSB-TV, WSB-Radio, all our radio stations here and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution get together and ask listeners and readers to provide aid to those in need. And the latest was for Hurricane Matthew. 
Michael. Michael, sorry. <laughs> hurricane Michael, yes. You're right. We have one too many storms every year, and this hurricane season, we've had two. We mm-hmm. had uh, Florence, which really soaked the Carolinas. We activated the convoy of care, as you accurately described, Mark, to... Um, you know, invite all of our audiences to bring much needed supplies to people who are genuinely in need. And we thought that this series of storms in 2018 would be similar to the series of storms that happened in 2017. Yeah. You'll remember that Hurricane Harvey just kind of took out Texas as a Category 5, mm-hmm. and the damage was so great. We activated that convoy, and we took water, which was what they really needed most, into Texas. And then Irma came through our area last year. And what Irma did to Georgia was it knocked our power out. And I think the worst thing many of us had to deal with was, you know, probably having to take a shower in the dark for a couple of days. Yeah. So thinking, okay, well, maybe this is what this is going to be this year in 2018, we sent a convoy into the Carolinas after Florence. Michael comes through and totally ravages southwest Georgia. And it's one thing to say it ravaged a part of our state. It's another thing to see how devastating the damage and the destruction is. You know, they say there are just some things that you can't unsee. That's it. And the damage to that. And this happens to be one of the most economically disadvantaged. I mean, you say it's one of the... It's rural. It's it's rural, and it's the people who live there don't have much. And what little they had, now it's gone. Condice Presley joining us in studio. She uh, headed up the convoy of care for Hurricane Michael, which really uh, savagely destroyed a a large chunk of South Georgia. You're in here because not only did you help get all of the water and supplies and tarps, but you went down to South Georgia with the convoy and saw firsthand the devastation that was was happening there. Paint me a a mental picture of of some of the things that you saw down there. So we took 10 full tractor-trailer rigs into three communities in southwest Georgia. And we we went down with State Patrol Escort. Blue lights took us the entire way. That was just something. Mm -hmm. And then when we roll into this neighborhood, a small neighborhood, and we were in a church parking lot at Mount Zion Baptist Church right off of Albany, Albany, Georgia's Mm -hmm. MLK Boulevard. And we pulled, and to watch these truckers drive is one thing, because not only do they go forward, but to watch somebody back up an 18-wheeler and then to back up three side-by-side in a church parking lot like like they're backing up, you know, a Prius is quite something. <laughs> and as they're backing in the trucks, and we, I rode down with Mark Winnie and our photographer who went down yesterday, and there were across, there's the paved parking lot at the church, mm-hmm. and then across the street from the church, there's, you know, the grassy area where you have your overflow parking. There were hundreds of people, some in wheelchairs, people of all ages. There were children. There were you know, 30-something adults, there were senior citizens who had been impacted by the storm, and they were just sort of standing in this parking lot, all politely, quietly lined up. They were waiting for you? Waiting for us. So that was was my next question. Like, how do you even, you know, uh, set up the delivery? Like, who do you talk to down in South Georgia and say, hey, we're coming with 10 tractor trailers full of stuff. How does that work? Well, my partner in all of this here inside the building has been Mark Winnie, Channel mm-hmm. 2's investigative reporter. And he had been in Albany and in Colquitt, which is in Miller County, yep. Georgia. And then we went into Decatur County, also with two trucks last night. And so he established relationships gotcha. in covering the initial damage with the pastor of Mount Zion Baptist Church. Now, we have a listener and a viewer who works for Fulton County, 
and is an alum of Albany State University, the okay. HBCU that's in the community, that part of town also seriously impacted. She connected with me, and that's how we were, between the two of us, able to arrange the two distribution points in Albany. We'd worked with the Georgia Emergency Management Agency to identify where we were going to drop at their warehouse, which was today's story, and, and hopefully you'll ask me about that because it makes me cry. Okay. I don't mean ask me about it because it makes me cry, but it is just really, really sad but there may be something more that we 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 ask folks to do. Okay, and and to be fair, I thought there might be some uh, some fatigue because the, you know we've I we've worry gone, that there is. Yes, we've gone to the well so many times with asking our listeners and viewers to to provide and help for convoy with care. Uh, but this <clears throat> this one was our home state. I mean this this hit us hard here in Georgia, and and again I'm amazed by what the listeners did. Ten uh, tractor trailers. The folks down in South Georgia. How grateful were they when, when you roll up with those those big rigs full of supplies for them? Some of them you saw they were like, they, they raised their hands in the air like, yes, you know, the cavalry is here, help is on the way. There were tears. Uh, there was a tremendous amount of emotion. I talked to one lady, uh, Miss Thompson, and I asked her how, how her house was impacted by the storm. And she said they were very, very scared and it blew through and that she'd already gotten a tarp for her roof because there's a hole in her house right now. But they did ripped off some windows in the back and only 85 percent and 85 is a big number, but only there's still 15 percent of the community there where we were yesterday mm. who still do not have power wow. and electricity. So you figure you don't have any power. Whatever's in your refrigerator is gone. gone. Yeah, absolutely. And while we had a, I mean, it was a beautiful day yesterday weather-wise, and why it was nice and crisp and cool here, mm-hmm. when we got there, it was hot. Yeah. It's still feeling like <laughs> yeah, summertime, no even though it's October in Georgia. And it's, you know, so they, they don't have air conditioning. The food's gone out of the fridge. They are really in desperate need. Yeah. And we, and you know, a lot of the attention from the national media on uh, Hurricane Michael was focused on the the Gulf Coast and what happened in Mexico Beach and the Panhandle. We didn't really get a lot of exposure what happened in South Georgia. So I think it's very uh, admirable that uh, that's where the focus for this convoy of care went. Uh, what, what were some what were some of the supplies in those ten trucks? Like what did we exactly deliver down there? We delivered. And here, things that you learn working on a project like this, you can put 24 pallets of material inside a 53-foot tractor-trailer rig. So you can do the math there with 10 tractor trailers with 24 pallets per trailer. 240. There you go. Easy math. (laughs) So smart. (laughs) (laughs) So we we had water, lots of bottled water. Good. We had diapers and baby needs and wipes and personal hygiene products and cleaning supplies. Sure. And with our partners at Caring for Others, Ms. Shockley, what she is able to do in her ministry and her nonprofit organization here, she's got relationships with people that make really nice clothes. Okay. And the seconds and whatnot are delivered to her. So we were able to take clothing, everything from socks underwear, the work shirts, yeah. you know, some suits, business types. Yeah. I mean, we had a little bit of everything for everyone. And then, of course, the non-perishable food items, because like I said, if you've got nothing in your fridge and you need something that's sure. not going to spoil. So well, we had a lot of peanut butter and crackers and things like that. What's the infrastructure like? Roads open? I mean, are they making progress, clearing trees and debris, that kind of thing? Is it getting slowly better but surely. Slowly, Yes, slowly but surely, the community is able to function. I mean, the, the the roads are open. You can travel. Some places you still need a police escort to get into or out of. Mm-hmm. But by and large, people can move around okay. 
But I mean, there's still just the personal loss and the personal damage. Local stores, like the Walmart in, in Albany, is that are those back open now? Are we? I we didn't drive past it. Okay. I didn't see it, and when we stopped for food, and yeah, we did stop at a couple of truck stops, and yeah, we bought lottery tickets. So we <laughs> nice. Talk about that. But um, uh, by and large, some things are are beginning to open up, but it's very very slow. Okay. Good news. Condis Presley, can you hang out one more segment? Yes, I will. Condis Presley, uh, Director of Community Affairs for uh, WSB-TV <laughs> now, uh, replacing uh, the lovely Jocelyn Dorsey. And I know uh, Condis is going to do an amazing job for the next 45 years in this position. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions for Condis about what she saw in South Georgia and the aftermath of Hurricane Michael, love to hear from you now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 724, 60 beautiful degrees on Peachtree Street. Beautiful in studio. Condis Presley, new director of community affairs for Channel 2 WSB TV. Fresh back from another trip of the convoy and care uh, in South Georgia. Uh, we do have a question. Our old buddy Marco and Lilburn. Whoa, excuse me, Marco. How are you, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I, I just said a couple of things before you, you answered me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you didn't hear me earlier. No, we did not hear you earlier, but what's on <laughs> yes, your mind, brother? Thank God. But no, I just called, yeah, exactly. All those, uh, just all that stuff going in South Georgia and Florida. Uh, luckily, I left at the right time when I was there because it was just dangerous. And Oh, uh, you were I down there working? Be... No, I was driving. You know, yeah, that's working. Driving. But working. yeah, well, I guess. I <laughs> can you, <laughs> to can a certain you... extent, I wasn't working. You know, driving is not working. Can you For back me, up just... your big rig like uh, a Prius? Well, I can back it up. Hey, you give me anything, I'll back it up anywhere you back want. That All right, we'll back that thing up. Maybe we'll sign up Marco for the, uh, hopefully we'll never have another convoy of care. Yeah, but, but sadly we probably will. But yeah, Marco, I'd be happy to have you drive one of our trailers. That was the best thing with the Georgia Motor Trucking Association. Again, talking about all of our partners and yeah. people it takes to make that happen. You know, my buddy Herschel Evans and yeah. those folks. I mean, those guys with their, I've learned new terms, Bobcats. That's a rig with, you know, a truck without the, the big part on the back. Okay. Yeah, that's a Bobcat. I did not I think know I that. Got that. I know, I think I learned. <laughs> um, who volunteered not only their time, some of those guys volunteered their bobcats, and then they just hooked up to a truck that we maybe had parked here and, took it and down. just took it down there and then brought if it back. If you do use Marco, you're going to need a booster seat because he's, he's tiny. He's a little <laughs> guy. Um, real quick, you said to ask you about the thing uh, that, that made you cry, so i got to ask you. We only have about a minute and a half, though. What, what, did we, uh, what made you tear up down there? The thing that made me tear up the most was when we would run out of a supply and to know that you know we, we were out. And that I just didn't have anything else. We were in a parking lot over at Albany State University. And the people who organized for us there had everybody stay in their cars. And we pulled in the truck. We mm -hmm. unloaded all the pallets. And we stacked everything. They'd already brought black plastic bags so that they could, you know, essentially issue out. And it's not like we were able to give everybody an entire box of gotcha. diapers. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd open up a box of diapers and we'd give you a sleeve. So you got yeah. maybe 10 or 12. And to see those cars and they just roll up and they'd open their trunks. And we'd put something in, and they would just say, God bless and thank you. And then they, they, and it was, you know, and they were just happy to have it. Yeah. And we could have done and need to do so much more. It's, and we will. It's very upsetting. And we will. By the way, uh, via the Piccadilly text line, Herschel Levin says, Bob Tail, not Bobcat. See, I can't get that right. <laughs> I didn't know. Bobcat's the little thing that scoots around. Like it the, moves dirt. Moves dirt, yeah. Bob Tail is the thing. Connus, you're doing God's work. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for coming in. Uh, continued uh, best of luck as the new director of community affairs and uh, 
hopefully we don't have to do any more convoys of care. Well, if we do, and I just want to thank you guys, all of our listeners, all of the readers, all of the viewers, because if you guys didn't step up, we wouldn't have had anything to take Absolutely down correct. Thank you for uh, keeping on giving. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hi, everybody. This is John DeVinci, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. It's one of the best. Welcome back to the show, 737, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and pals at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. Got a lot of stuff to get to tonight. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. We're going to play a new game on the show called uh, What's My Line? It'll be a very fun experience. We got a nice prize pack with that. Uh, real quick, though, Chuck, we need to um, start getting a list together for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. It's quickly creeping up on us. So, Don't look at me. No, but I, I like your email address. Don't look at me. Because it's easy to remember. Can we still use yours and then you just forward them to Deborah Green? Sure. Is that okay? Sure. All right, so we'll officially launch it. How many are we going to do this year? Oh, you tell me. Actually, I don't care because I'm not doing it. I know. We did 300 last year? Yeah. All right, we'll do we'll do 350 this year. So there's 300. 500, <clears throat> all I care. No, I'm paying for them. It's very expensive. <laughs> Let's do 1,000. No, no, come no. on. Let's no, do 1,000. We're going to do 350. So if you want a Mark Aram Show Christmas card this year, and it's a, it's a photo card. You've got a picture of all of us. Deb is furring her brow right now, wondering what I'm talking about. Every year we send out a Christmas card to, to listeners that request them. Does I'll this, fill you on what a pain this is, Deb. Does the station pay for the postage? Yes. Okay. I pay right. for the, I pay for the cards in the envelope. <laughs> yeah, and, then the, and the station pays, pays for yeah. the uh, the postage. Or we can use the uh, the free one for my synagogue that I used back when I was nine <laughs> years old. There you go. To send out Just autograph requests. Uh, my mom had never heard that story, by the way. She's like, "Did you?" What? I'm like, "Yeah." The rabbi was mad at me. Anyway, if you want a Mark Aram Show Christmas card, email your full name and mailing address. Not an email. Self-addressed stamped envelope. No, you don't need any of that. Full name and mailing address. Just email that to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. L-O-W-T-C-H-U-C-K at wsbradio.com. You get them. Forward them to Deb. First 350 people that ask for them, we'll get them. Because we need to get on the ball on that. So I just wanted to get that uh, going. All right. uh, Unless, of course, I win Mega Millions tonight. Then uh, Then nobody gets one? No, I'll hand deliver them then. (laughs) In a, yeah, that yeah, won't right. happen. In a limousine. Yeah, in a limousine. I'll hire a doppelganger. I'll hire limousine. Sanjay to drive me around in a in a stretch limo, and I'll hand deliver the thing. Did you buy Mega Millions tickets tonight? I'm going to on my way home. All right. It's going to be, the, the lines will probably be pretty severe. You know you can buy them on your phone? Yeah, I know the, that. The Georgia Lottery app, you don't want to do that, though? No. I don't, I don't want to create an account. And all that. I did that last, so the last drawing, I guess it was Friday, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't have my car actually. That's right, because my car was in the shop. So, but I wanted tickets, so I downloaded the app. Really easy to buy, and really easy to do to get the tickets online. Um, but I, I just, I didn't feel like I want that ticket in my hand, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like God forbid I draw the winning number, and I know this is it's fine. But I like, 
my phone dies or something and the app breaks and I don't have the winning numbers, I would have been like, that would have been my luck. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I promise you I have the one. Sure, Aram, get the hell out of here. Uh, so I went today to, uh, how many how many tickets are you going to buy, do you know? I usually just buy the same no matter what, 10 tickets. 10 tickets. Or five bucks. tickets, $10. $10. Chuck, yeah. did you buy any Mega Millions tickets? No. Are you doing plan on it? You you know you got Erickson to take care of you. You yeah, don't need to, you don't need one point yeah. six. You got he has one point six Ericksons. You've got your sugar daddy. <laughs> hey, um, Chuck, come in here. All right, if you don't mind. Yeah. Hey, can you hang on one second? Okay, Chuck, talk to the Uber Eats driver that's trying to deliver upstairs for me. Um, <laughs> Deb, did you uh, did you buy any tickets? I think my husband uh, did. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know I don't how know many? how many. No, he, that's tell whatever to, he wants to tell do. the Uber Eats driver to check the message I sent her, and that's Randy's phone number. Randy's up in security to get the food. Sorry <laughs> about that. Old. Sorry <laughs> about that. That's fantastic. Anyway, back to Mega Millions. Um, what, do, what do you do? Uh, my husband did so. Whatever. Yeah. If he has numbers, if he does quick pick, whatever, it's yeah. fine. Whatever he wants. Here, here's my. I, I bought twenty dollars worth, ten tickets today, mm-hmm. um, which is money. You know, I'll never see again. That's fine. I understand that. But, but. I tell you what, the joy I have leading up to the event. Just in case you win. Yeah, just yeah. thinking about, all right, legitimately, I, I know I'm not going to win. I know that in my head. But the, the thought of, there used to be a, a commercial in the New York Lottery. I don't know if they had it down here. It was called A Dollar in a Dream. Don't remember it. All right, so it might have just been in New York. But that was the, the slogan in the Georgia Lottery. All you need is a dollar in a dream. So basically, for, for $2 for the Mega Millions ticket, mm-hmm. you, you get... To walk on air for like eight hours, right. you know, but before the drawing, you're like, what would I do if I won this? You know, right. And to me, that's worth to feel good for eight hours is worth two dollars. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the disappointment of not winning because, you know, you're not going to win. So tomorrow or tonight when I watch the drawing on Channel 2 and my, my numbers aren't drawn, mm-hmm. I'm not devastated. I'm not like, ah, you know, I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> but that was a fun eight hours. Like I thought, all right, well, what would I do? All right, I'll I'll, I'll buy this for my parents, or exactly. I'll buy this for my brother. Uh, you know, just mm-hmm. just to ignore the problems of the world for eight hours for two dollars. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that's a hell of a deal to just forget about your worries and be like, oh, imagine if I won. You know, just to to live in that fantasy world for a couple of days, even before the the drawing. To me, that's worth two dollars. A dollar in a dream. That's what you're paying for. You're paying $2 to escape life for a little while. So I'm fine with that. And again, no one, if you think you're going to win, you know, shame on you. You're not going to win. But well, thanks to, for pooping on my dream. Well, I want you to realize you're not going to win. But for, I, I really think that's not a bad $2 to spend to get away from life for a few a few hours and, and fantasize. Because that, man, when I was a kid, that was all. I had, I had this fantasy world, you know, I could, I could disappear into my fantasy world and be the happiest kid in the world, you know, whether it's pretending I'm playing center field for the Yankees or I'm quarterbacking in the super, you know, you just escape to that fantasy world like, oh, I'm, I miss that as an adult. I don't do that very much. On occasion, I'll fantasize about something, <laughs> yeah. but usually it's not about <laughs> baseball and football. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we miss that as adults, that, that magical time where... You just you just close your eyes and you're like, oh yeah, I could see myself batting lead off and you know ripping a double and you know and the, my parents are in the stands and they're, it's going like yeah that was that was a great part of childhood and I'm sure like Deb fantasized about being a uh, rock star rock star you know exactly <laughs> like you could close your eyes at eight years old and picture yourself at the uh, at the Omni you know 
Sure. Whatever. You know, <laughs> sure. And you're the lead is. singer of Kiss or whatever. Right? Okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm. Whatever your fantasy was. Yeah, she sticks her tongue out like that. But did, did you not have those fantasies as a kid? Like you, you just fantasize about things I, that, that. When I, w- I was a dancer for a long time, so probably like dancing in the New York Ballet Academy or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Chuck in in Montana, growing up, what what's the fantasy? What did a ten year old Chuck fantasize about? Clipping the the the, the sheet balls the, or whatever the hell you did, docking, <laughs> docking the sheet. You realized that dream. You didn't have to fantasize. No, I didn't have to fantasize. But like that when you were a kid, what were you? What would you fantasize about? I'll probably just like play in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I played a lot of baseball, but that was about it. I, I didn't have. I'm trying You'd to have think. a vivid really. imagination. Now, no, all right. Uh, so here's one, and again, this is the fantasy world as a kid. Playing uh, Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Like, I did that in, in Connecticut. I remember my parents got me this, um, like, it was a vintage toy gun. Mm-hmm. It was like an old uh, revolutionary rifle. And it was metal and wood. I loved that thing. And I remember yeah. being in my backyard and, and pretending that, like, the, the Indians were coming out of the woods and, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I'm assuming you oh, did yeah, that yeah, in yeah. Montana, right? Yeah. Cowboys and Indians. Longoria, growing up. Obviously, coming to uh, you don't need the Montana music. Yeah, I, was gonna, I thought you were talking <laughs> longer with him. <laughs> when you uh, growing up, obviously you wanted yeah. to come to the country first. Yeah, that part, was my, yeah. part of a seven. Figuring 000. out how to cross the river was a dream. Seven, you know? yeah, they didn't have the, that seven thousand. Yeah, learning how to swim. That seven thousand person caravan. No, no, no. But aside from that, like, what, what did you? What would you fantasize about? Uh, as a kid? Basketball. I like Michael Jordan a lot. So, so you, you're like you know taking the last shot yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. See, we. I, I think that. We need that more as adults. We need that fantasy once in a while. I'm not saying you should daydream all the time, you know, while you're doing show prep for the Mark Aram show, Dad. <laughs> you don't, can do it. Don't daydream that. I kind of do. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. That you're opening for Pearl Jam. Any better? Is that better? <laughs> that's that's better, Okay. Yes. <laughs> Closer. Um, but, I, I mean, I can't think. The only time I fantasize, really, in my life as an adult is, is the time when I by the time when I buy the Mega Millions ticket to the drawing. It's because there's nothing else to fantasize about. But, no, but we don't take the time to do it because we're too busy. We're like, all right, I got to pay bills. I got to go to work. I got to make dinner. I got to take the dog out. I got to do laundry. Yeah, you have to do real life. Yeah, real life. But but I think, and I, I mean, you know, this is just a theory I'm throwing out there. Sure. But I think our lives would be more enjoyable if we, if we took five minutes out of every day. And maybe that's what part of... Um, what is that thing people do? Meditation. Maybe that's what meditation yeah. is. They're just fantasizing. Well, they're, they're <laughs> that's like, all they're doing. Yeah. Just fantasizing. So, like, seriously. So today at at ten thirty a.m., I bought those twenty tickets, and then I go to bed. At like, you know, I'm in bed thirty minutes later, and as I'm drifting off to sleep, I'm like, "All right, do I buy a beach house? Do I buy a? You know, I just it was it was nice to escape reality, and for two dollars, that's not a bad thing." To, to go to sleep with a smile on my face going, oh, man, what, all right, what am I going to do? All right, well, I'm going to have $1 million right away. I'm just going to blow. I'm going to go bananas with $1 million. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm going to throw a party, and I'm going to invite everyone that I like, and I'm going to specifically tell the people I don't like, you can't come. You know? yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll send out a company-wide email. These f- following people are invited to my Mega Millions party. The, if you're not on this list, I don't like you. I think it'd be better if you actually <laughs> sent out the list to people who aren't invited. Yeah, yeah. Like you you actually, those are the people you yeah, send just a heads up. To. You are not, invite. not invited. <laughs> so I know people are like, "Oh, it's a tax on the on idiot." I I I get it. I'm not going to win. Longoria's not going to win. Chuck can't win. Um, Deb might win because she's uh, she's lucky like that. Um, 
But for me, it's $2. And it's it's $2 to get away from life's troubles. That's okay with me. I'm okay with blowing $2 to forget about life for a while. Your thoughts on that and Mega Millions. And here's the thing I had to, I thought about. Do you have a lucky number? Yes. What's your lucky number? 23. 20, Michael Jordan? Do you have a lucky number, Chuck? Mm-mm. Deb? Not that I know of. Really? All right. I want to talk about lucky numbers because I have a lucky number. Okay. I'll tell you why and what it is when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mega Millions. $1.6 billion. You are not going to win, but it's a nice escape from reality for a couple hours to think about what will you do if you did win. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 754. The Mega Millions drawing tonight. Levenish, Channel 2, WSB TV, 1.6 million. I spent 20 bucks. 1.6 billion, sorry. Uh, by the way, for via the Piccadilly text line, Longori, good news for me and you. Okay. Buford in Kentucky okay. texted me on the Piccadilly text line, said he got 10 tickets. He's going to share it with me and Longo when he wins. Sweet. So we got a little bonus there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Chuck is ass out. Chuck gets nothing. <laughs> yeah, I and guess Apparently so. Deb either, but that's all right. Well, You're new Buford. That's yeah. fine. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Kyle joins us in Jasper. Kyle, welcome to the show. Kyle. Hello. Hey, buddy. Yes. I broke up there. My signal dropped out. That's okay. Um, the 10-year-old ki- uh, dream as a kid. A really odd and embarrassing one here. Um, every Saturday morning when I would be cutting the grass, um, push mowing up and down two acres worth, I would dream that my crush from grade school would have to write a report on how to cut grass and would have to come see me on the details of cutting lawns. I can't tell if that's brilliant or really sad. Are you a landscape Really sad, now? probably. <laughs> so you, your dream was, what, what was the girl's name? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, first, na- first name only. First name only. Uh, uh, solitaire. Her first name was Solitaire. Wow. Yes, she is now Very dancing with like a pony. All right, so your um, your your dream was she got assigned to write a paper on how to cut grass, and she had to come to your house to do uh, research on how to cut grass. Yes, and she would have to hang out with me while I showed her how to cut grass. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about this. That's I'm pretty <laughs> smart, I think. Well, I mean, as far as fantasy goes. Um, Why cutting grass? Like of all the things, because that's what was important in Kyle's life back then was cutting, and he knew how to cut grass. He could impart the wisdom onto Solitaire, which the name, by the way, is is amazing. So Solitaire, if you're listening, do you still want to cut her grass, Kyle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no? I, I think I think we're both okay on that part. <laughs> all right, so you don't need to cut her grass anymore. But uh, no, how think, old are yeah, you? Got, how old are you? Kyle? I am. Uh, I'm 34. Okay. I don't know what you got anything long ago? No, I, I mean I don't know what to say. I mean I mean he was thinking of it. I mean I and, guess that's, but a, that's, that's a dream of his. But that's more I like the fact that it's a more realistic dream. Yeah, than, I mean that could have possibly happened. Mine, yours, or Deb. Did you at any point go to Solitaire's third grade teacher and say, Hey, how about you sign a, a paper on how to cut grass? <laughs> like that would have been that Did you try to make thing. your dream a reality? 
<laughs> How does she feel about fescue versus Bermuda? Yeah, exactly. Here? <laughs> exactly. Oh, great call, Kyle. That's fantastic. Tough to top that childhood dream. What was your childhood dream? And uh, talking about the Mega Millions, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show. A good uh, Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 808, eight minutes after eight o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody on board, Deb Green, Longoria, and Low T Chuck. Low T. I'm going to take two calls talking about the Mega Millions, and then we're going to start playing uh, our game, um, What's My Line? So here's the deal. If you are a diehard WSB radio listener, I want you to call right now, 404-872-0750, to be a contestant in this new game. What's my line? If you are not a diehard listener, don't bother calling because you are not going to win this this uh, game. You need to be a, a diehard listener. You need to listen to this station more than me and Longoria combined in order to win this game. But I need two contestants for a new game called What's My Line, 404-872-0750, or 1-800-WSB-TALK. We're going to have some fun. It's, I think it's going to be a good game. We'll see. We'll get to that in a second. I do want to get a couple of calls quick about Mega Millions. Uh, Chuck's in Tequila. Chuck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. Um, yeah, uh, first of all, uh, on the thing, uh, your childhood dream, I always, uh, we grew up, uh, I grew up in Charlotte, and but on the coast of North Carolina, we had a beach house, and I, there was a Coast Guard station at Fort Caswell, and, uh, and I always saw that and it just it was it mesmerized me i said oh man i want to be in the coast guard there because i grew up on the water and i did realize that that dream and i and i joined the coast guard and i was in the coast guard but i but that i certainly uh quickly found out that you don't go where you want to go they you go where they send you and i was never stationed at that oh no i wanted to be (laughs) that's unbelievable but that's okay but aside from that i did want to say on the mega millions uh, I did buy a ticket today. Okay. I bought one ticket, and I used my own numbers. But I know that my chance, uh, as well as everyone else's probably uh, in, in the listening audience, uh, the chance of, of winning is uh, we have a better chance of climbing Mount Everest in flip-flops with a couple of Dobermans strapped to our back. But that, that's my <laughs> point. So as long as you go in knowing you're not going to win, it's, it's, a, it's a fun $2 to spend. Because you literally, as an adult, you get the daydream. And we don't get to daydream as adults anymore. Most of us. Uh, Gary's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Gary. Hey, how you doing? What's up, brother? Oh, just another day, another uh, 302 million people are going to win. I'm 302, <laughs> so I got my winning ticket. All right. Well, congratulations on winning uh, the Mega Millions in advance. I appreciate that. Uh, have you been daydreaming since you purchased the ticket? I have. I've already bought Harleys for all my friends. <laughs> I've got coming. And my wife and I were both getting a boss hog, which Very is a nice. trike. Yeah, I, mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's fantastic. See, here's and the I thing. If, one... if I win, I'm not. I'm coming to work tomorrow. I'm not saying boo to anybody. 
I'm not changing anything. And we'll just see who's nice to me over the next two weeks. You'll be rewarded. Let's just say that. Be nice to me over the next two weeks. And, this and is just his ploy to get people to be nice yes. to him just, just because. To be fair, everyone's yeah. nice to me except for that one millennial that won't say hello. <laughs> and by the way. Any update? He's gonna, yeah. By the way? So, so uh, Pete called me, and he didn't remember getting blown off by the millennial. And I told him the story. He goes, oh, yeah. And then I told him who it was. He goes, oh, yeah, you're right. He does. He goes, but I go out of my way to like be overly oh, yeah. friendly. I'm like, it doesn't work, does he? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. But uh, yeah, so, uh, and a, a bunch of people have come up to me in the station like, who is it? Who, who's it? And I'm like, I'm not giving them Yeah, up. same here. I was like, I don't know who it is. <laughs> Aram knows. He, I, I told him, Aram didn't tell me. I have no idea who the dude is. All right, let's, asking. let's start this game. We have two contestants, Chuck. I'm assuming uh, yeah, three, Michelle three, is one. Michelle, how are you? Excellent. Are you a big fan of the station? Uh, I listen to you all day. Excellent. Day. All right. You're well positioned to win this game then. I'm going to explain the the game in just a second. You'll be taking on PK. PK, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I love it. Two female contestants, Pich- uh, Michelle and PK. What's PK stand for? Oh. Never mind. I don't want to know. Tell you what my name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll just call you PK. Are you a big fan yeah. of the station? You a big fan of the station? God, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. So here, this is this is the first time we're doing this game. So if there's bumps, I, I apologize. But here's basically how the game works, ladies. I'm going to say a person's name, okay? And then you have to tell me what commercial or company they are associated with. So this is to see if you really pay attention to the commercials on WSB Radio, okay? Gotcha. Okay. All right, so for example, this one doesn't count. Um, I'm going to say to you, Michelle... Mark Spain, what company? Real estate, Real estate exactly Real estate. right. So it's that easy. So you guys get the, the the gist of the game. Yes. All right. It's called What's My Line. Let's play What's My Line. Let's all play What's My Line. Yes. WSB Radio's What's My Line, where we test your knowledge of the station. And not just the people on it, but the commercials on it. All right. Michelle, uh, we're going to start off with you already. Okay. All right, we're not going to do Mark Spain because you just did that. Um, here's I'm going to give you an easy one to start off. You ready? Okay. Mike Geller. Geller. Mike Geller. What company or product does uh, Mike Geller appear in the ads? Mike Geller. Uh, not roofing. Uh, plumbing. It is not plumbing. I'm going to give PK a chance to steal this one. PK, Mike Geller. What uh, company is that? What kind of company? Uh, let's see. Mike Geller. Um, jewelry? It is jewelry. Mike Geller, oh D. Geller and Son. Yay! This is Mike Geller, D. Geller and Son. Woo-hoo! Hold on, ladies. One more time. Say it again, Mike. This is Mike Geller, D. Geller and Son. There you go. All right, PK with the steal. And you're up, PK. You ready? Yeah, come on. This okay, one's tougher. Ahead. It's one name only. You ready? All right. Candice. Candice. Uh, news lady from Dutch for WSB. Yeah, no, that's Candice Presley. Yeah, but no, this is a lady in a commercial named Can- oh, I'm sorry. Candice. She's in a commercial uh, for what kind of company? Candice. I got it. Oh, all right. Wait, PK, do you have a do you have a guess or no? No, go ahead. All right, she you can, can steal this, Michelle. Candace from? Exovation. Longoria? 
Hi, this is Candace from Exovation. Good job, Michelle. You get the steal. Candace from Exovations, of course. Oh, wow. I need that. All right, here we go. You ready, Michelle? Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, this is going to be a tough one. Katie Boggs. Katie Boggs playing What's My Line on WSB Radio. Katie Boggs appears in what type of commercial? Oh, I hear it. Um, this is Katie Boggs from... If you just give me the the type of uh, you don't even need the exact company name, just give me the industry possibly that uh, the commercial is that she appears in. Katie Boggs. Katie You're gonna kick yourself. I know. All right, PK, do you want to steal this one? Oh no, that was PK. Who is who's guessing on this one? No, it was Michelle that was, that didn't guess. All right, PK, you want to steal it? Um, was it roofing? It is not, it's a good guess, but it's not roofing. Katie Boggs, uh, step up and introduce yourself. Plain though, at Rick Hendrick Chevrolet, we have over a thousand new Chevys in stock. Here to tell you more is our own Katie Boggs. There you go, Katie Boggs from Rick Hendrick Chevrolet. Yeah. Um, I always thought her name was Bonds, Katie Bonds, but it's Katie Boggs. All right, PK, you're up. You ready? Yes. We're playing What's My Line, WSB Sponsors, How Well Do You Know the Station, Patrick Spencer. Patrick, um, good grief. I don't know. All right. Michelle, you got a a chance to steal. Patrick Spencer. Commercials heard Um, all day on the radio. Patrick Spencer. His commercials are heard all day? All day. Great company. Great. They need to be more compelling. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Um, Mortgage finance. Mortgage finance. Good guess, but no. Patrick Spencer, what's your line? Eric Von Hessler here with Patrick from Zero Res. Bam. Oh, I know, oh, right? That commercial's on all day long. All right, who was that? That was PK's turn, right? Yeah. All right, oh, this is a good one. Michelle, you're up. Okay. What's my line? Lee Merriweather. Lee Merriweather. I know that one. What'd you say, Michelle? Law. Is it Law? Lee Merriweather, what's your line? This is Lee Merriweather, and at Merriweather and Tharp, we believe in healthy marriages. That is right. Merriweather and Tharp, top legal services. All right, PK, you got a chance to tie this up. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, this is a good one. Mike Trotter. What's his line? Mike Trotter. That uh, water guard place. I'm going to take that water guard place. Mike Trotter, what's your line? Mike Trotter for Trotter Company. (laughs) Exactly. Trotter Company. Waterproofing and foundation. All right, now you guys are getting the hang of it. Um, okay. <laughs> this is. I'm going to save that for the next one. Um, oh, here's it. All right, Michelle, you're up, right? Yes, I am. All right, this is a tough one. Blake Cooper. Blake Cooper. Blake. What's his line? Blake Cooper. Yep. Blake. Blake Cooper. What's his line? Blake Cooper. Cooper. Um. Blake. Plumbing. Mm, Blake Cooper, not a plumber. Do you want to try to steal this one, PK? Ooh. I don't know this one. No, I can't. All right. All right. I don't know. Um, you're going to kick yourselves when you hear it. Blake Cooper, what's your line? It's the old reliable 112-year-old Cooper piano. Blake Cooper here, and in honor of our Cooper piano. Yes, Blake oh, Cooper. All right, God. that's okay. We're tied 2-2. Two to two. We're going to go to extra innings when we come back. We're playing... 
A brand new game on the Mark Aram Show called What's My Line, where listeners try to guess what the advertiser's line of business is. You're doing great, by the way, Michelle and PK. Oh, thank you. It's fun. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 824, 58 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, you have stumbled upon uh, the maiden voyage, uh, voyage of What's My Line game on the Mark Aram Show. Two fantastic contestants. We've got Michelle and we've got PK, uh, ladies. Again, thank you for joining us. You enjoying the game so far? Excuse me, so far. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Whose turn is it, by the way? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> All right. We'll start at the top. It's okay. It's Michelle. We're in overtime. We reset here again. I am going to say a person's name, and the ladies have to guess what's their line. These are people that appear in commercials on WSB Radio, testing your WSB Radio knowledge. Okay. Are you ready? Michelle, um, here we go, Michelle. Leslie yeah. Carp, Leslie Carp. Platinum Kitchen. Wow, is it Platinum Kitchens? Leslie Carp, what's your line? Hi, I'm Leslie Carp, and I'm Michael Carp. We're the owners of Platinum Kitchens. Good job. Now, to be fair, that that spot just played on the air, so you got a little help yeah, on that one. <laughs> All right, PK, you can tie it up. You ready? I'm ready. Jimmy Redding. Probably just better known as Jimmy. Oh, um, uh, the um, the the Mexican steakhouse that Belinda advertises for. Is, Jimmy, what's your line? I'm here with Jimmy. He's the owner of Jimmy's Tequila and Carne. Yes. <laughs> I don't know more about that. All right, good job, PK. Um, yeah, that also played in that last one. All right, they're gonna be a little tougher now as we get to the end of this game. You ready, Michelle? Hey. What's my line? Jeff and Roxanne. Jeff and Roxanne. Who is this one for? Me? Michelle, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Jeff and Roxanne. Jeff and Roxanne. Um, Windows. We're going to say uh, no on that. Deb Green says no. Do you want to steal this one, PK? Jeff and Roxanne? Oh, I know what it is. Um, um, heating and air? No, <laughs> no point, but Michelle, you do know what it is? <laughs> I do know what it is. What yeah. is it? Is it the Rhino Shield? It is the Rhino Shield. Jeff and Roxanne, what's your line? Eric Von Hessler here, and I got to let you know that I was worried about Mother Nature beating up my house. My paint was fading <laughs> and was even very cracking. About That's it. why I called Jeff and Roxanne at Rhino Shield. All right, no point, but uh, you get a pat on the back for that one. All right, PK, you ready? I'm ready. George Stein. George Stein. Oh, yes, uh, the, the law guy. George Stein, what's your line? Steel Horse Law can help. Neil Bortz here, and I've ridden with attorney George Stein. That's right, George Stein, Steel Horse Law. All right, you got one chance to tie this puppy up. You ready, Michelle? I'm ready. Ted and Jonathan. Ted and Jonathan, what's my line? I'm sorry, Ted and Jonathan? Yes. I need it. I need it. Guess we're running out of time. 
All right, that's a tough one. Ted and Jonathan, what's your line? Ted and Jonathan here of North Georgia Replacement Windows. North Georgia Replacement Windows, yeah! All right, uh, PK, you have won. Michelle, I wish I had a parting gift for you, but I do not. Uh, Deb Green, tell PK what she's won. Four tickets to Disney in concert at Atlanta Symphony Hall November 25th. All right, we'll be right back. Congratulations, PK. Hang on the line. Thanks a lot, Michelle. News, weather, and traffic next. It's the Mark Aram Show. Seven twenty-three in front of nine. Mark Aram and pals with you till nine. In case you missed it, uh, we are now taking submissions, requests, if you will, for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. If you want a uh, Mark Aram Show Christmas card, it's a nice photo card, the pictures of me and all the bananas on front. Uh, just email your name and mailing address to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. L O W T Chuck at WSBRadio.com. 350 cards going out this year, so uh, hurry up. We already got a bunch sent in, so uh, jump on board if you can, if you want the Christmas card. It's 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 nice. Was that nice? Was that new game nice? What do we think about that? That was the first time. It was good. It was good, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It was a lot of work. You it did was. a lot of work on that. Thank you. Deb not only put the audio together, but found all the spots and got to... But I like that. Because you think about it, like if you listen to Station as much as I do, you know who... Rorden Shane is, and Mike Trotter, and Patrick Spencer, and Chris Burns. I mean, they're part of the WSB family. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was good. And there was, those were two great contestants, Michelle and PK. Yep. And I like that I added the steal, the steal the point. That's good. Yeah, yeah I like that, too. That's good. You could add that to Millennial Man. Yeah, exactly too. right. Let's yeah, steal you it. You could add the steal to yeah. just about anything. Good stuff. Um, all right, let's uh, talk to Taylor in Bethlehem. Okay. Taylor, Taylor, how are you, my dear? What did you think of the game? Uh, what's my line? Good. I was playing along and I got five points. Oh, very nice. All right. Well done. Yeah, so it was good. Mega Millions, did you buy a ticket? I did. I bought five entries. Five entries, so $10. And you realize, by the way, you're not going to win, right? That's. Uh, oh, no. I never win money at anything, but yeah. it is fun to just kind of you know, play along. I won $2 in the last drawing, and now it's on my George Lottery app on my phone. I've got $2 on my George Lottery app. Yeah, I think I maybe won five the last time. I'm you know sure. what? I should go. I should buy a ticket right now on the app with that $2. You that should. could be the winning one. Let me do that wow. right now. That's going to be. But you're uh, not going to win. Don't worry like about it. 8 o'clock. I, uh, I don't know when it cuts off. We'll see. I'm logging into the app right now. It's off at uh, 9.59. You know what? Oh. What I do hope, If I mean, and again, if, if uh, me, Longo, or Deb, or, or Taylor doesn't win, I really hope someone in Georgia wins. There's nothing worse than waking up tomorrow morning like, yeah, this jack wagon in Michigan won. You know, yeah, or, but that would hurt more. Like if somebody won, like in Marietta at the store that I bought yeah, it at, I would be like, that. "Oh my gosh!" No, keep the, the money, keep the money no. home. No, I disagree. Just like, oh, I should have went and got one. I was no. You, you're not even in this contest, Michigan. Chuck. You're not even. You can't <laughs> if even it's comment. In Michigan, then who cares? Deb, what do you think? Would you rather someone win it, it locally or someone in like California or Massachusetts or it whatever? Depends on if I know the person in the other state. 
No, I'm assuming you don't know the person. <laughs> uh, locally, state. right? Because all the money will stay. Here. Yeah. It's a hope scholarship, all that. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah. I'm with you. I, 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 would, I would prefer a Georgia Jack Wagon win. Yeah, because we than... might know them. Yeah, exactly right. There's hey. a chance. It could be. Um... Could be my neighbor. Phil. Phil Alexander. Could be <laughs> Phil Alexander that wins. Then you'll be happy, Chuck. He'll buy no, he you. would just rub it in my face all day. It would be, I would be miserable if Phil won. He would just rub it in my face but constantly. But he could, he could buy you hunting lessons. Yeah, buy you a new deer no, blind. He would tell me what he's doing, but he would never invite me. Walter. It could be Walter. Well, the Walter I would be okay with. You know Walter, Walter would... buy like $100 worth of tickets, oh, too. Yeah. And we would all be taking trips for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I'd be, he, he's got no financial sense. I'd, be, I'd become his cool boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. We'd, yeah. I'd, we'd, I'd be yeah. on his payroll. Yes. That would be fun. All right. Or Taylor, I hope you win. I hope I do, too. You'll take care of the bananas, right? Oh, of course. All right. Good stuff. Well, good luck, Taylor. Uh, I can't. I guess the the app is having trouble logging in because everyone's doing it right now. Yeah, it'd be dumb not to spend that two bucks on one ticket, right? That could be the winning ticket. That could be. But All you're right. not going to win nowhere. No, I understand. You uh, should ask yeah. Longoria about the argument he got into with Sanjay at the <laughs> listener Sanjay lunch about, about buying tickets. This, okay. I yeah. thought Sanjay was his head was going to explode. Yeah, he couldn't he was trying understand to explain the probabilities. Go ahead. Yeah, because I told him that I I buy tickets. Some of, like especially with Powerball, I have two sets of numbers that I buy, and then the rest are quick picks. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, now that you got numbers, you're like you're invested in it. You got to play them because <laughs> if you don't play them, and then they hit, and yeah. then uh, and he's going on and on and on. And, don't buy the quick picks, Longoria. Don't buy them. Don't buy any more quick picks. Just pick your numbers and buy them. But you're already into it. Like he just kept on. Like he was like he was my so mom or stressed something. Out. He was. Well, it's because he he's an accountant. So yes, he was pulling his hair out. Yeah, literally he has. Like, I can't believe it. Now you're now you're stuck but for no, life. I agree with him. Like I can't. I have my favorite numbers. Yeah. Like that I play like uh, my parents' birthday, my brother' birthday, uh, girlfriend's birthday, all that stuff. But I, I won't play them because if I forget to play them and they hit, I'll never forgive myself. So I do quick picks all the time. Yeah, but he was just saying, like, your probability doesn't <laughs> yeah. go up. Like, once you buy one ticket, that's as close to you winning as if you buy 100. It doesn't yeah. make yeah, any exactly. difference. And then I blew his mind by saying one time in Texas, I bought the same ticket, the same numbers from two different places. And he's like, why did you do that? And I was like, well, if three people hit, like if me and somebody else wins it, then I win two-thirds and they only win a third. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, he why would you do so, that? That's so stupid. He was like, so mad. You... <laughs> it was why fantastic. Would you, why would you waste the extra money on it? You're not going to win anyway. That's so he, was funny. Like, he was like a dad. Tell I him. love Smoke it. was coming out of his ears yeah. as he was let's, trying to explain it. Let's him. bring that up tomorrow on the yes, show when he comes do. on. All right, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, ooh we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and I'm heading out into the West Virginia wasteland because, as all those gamers know, it's the first night of the Fallout 76 beta, and I'm playing it because I bought the extra big package with it. So I'm doing everything I can, getting out of the vault tonight. I have no idea what you said, Johnny, but good luck on on whatever you're doing there in West Virginia. (laughs) West Virginia, beautiful country, by the way. I visited uh, West Virginia University uh, for, like, a college... uh, tour gorgeous mm-hmm. west virginia is phenomenally beautiful but i didn't wind up going there <laughs> and the world is a better place because you didn't yeah i who knows what would happen 
I'd be a coal miner yeah. right now. <laughs> well, or a coal miner's daughter. Tony Schiavone's from West Virginia. Really? His family, yeah, I think so. All the more reason to avoid it. There you go, a little nugget for you. Johnny, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? Wendy's is back at it, Mark. They've got something familiar with something new, as I teased last night. They're pulling out a bacon classic double, and they're putting some of that awesome sauce on it. This is this, you know, undefined, smoky, tangy, orangey sauce that they're putting on this bacon classic double. So, Mark, just in case people don't know, let me break down the difference between a bacon classic double and something like a baconator that you're more used to, right? So, on the baconator, bottom to top, you got bun, beef, cheese, bacon, beef, cheese, bacon, ketchup, mayo bun right yes well, this is down down at the bacon classic double it's a more refined simpler approach bottom to top it's bun beef cheese beef cheese and then one layer of bacon lettuce tomato pickles and then your sauce sauce right up under the rim of the top bun there so you got to be careful that you don't think it's on the bottom you got to do it on the top so what difference does that make at the at the end of the sandwich at the end of the sandwich, if, if you're if you're looking for less than six slices of bacon and a little bit of sauce sauce on it, and and the, your onions, lettuce, tomatoes, then you want to go with the sauce and bacon classic double. But if you're a pro like Johnny Kilbasa, you're going to raise two fingers, wave the manager over, and say, "Breath, I want the baconator, but I want you to put sauce, sauce on sauce it. on it instead of the ketchup and mayo." And wrap it up for me because I'm in a hurry. I, you know what? I don't think they take advantage of sauces enough in the fast food world. Let's be honest. The only reason you get the Big Mac is because of the special sauce, right? Otherwise, you're like, what am I doing with that third bun in the middle? No one wants no, nothing. Without the special sauce, no one's getting the Big Mac. I think sauces. That might be a new trend here. Different sauces to spice up your fast food burgers, Longoria. Like a jalapeno sauce, Longoria. Yeah, sauces and seafood. Exactly. Nacho cheese sauce sometimes makes an appearance uh, at Wendy's. Um, so I think that's a, that's a trend we need to look out for is the the sauce trend in the, the fast food industry. Different sauces for different bosses, Mark. Amen. Hey, uh, did you buy a uh, Mega Millions ticket, Johnny? Actually, thanks for the reminder. I had to put my pants on and head down to the gas station <laughs> to get one before they cut it off. All right, good. Put on put on no put on your uh, training shorts. I want to see your uh, Johnny Kilbasa. You walking down in your training shorts? They're a little they're a little dank. I gotta wash them. So listen, I got a bunch a bunch of tweets about um, some green burger at at, at McBurger burger King, King or something. Can you check that out? Next Tuesday, Mark, I'll check it out and give you the skinny <laughs> on it. Johnny Kilbasa, we appreciate you as always, and it's the cholesterol's high, baby. So my, follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on any podcast app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kelbasa available on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. It's a bruh. All right, we'll be right back. One segment to go. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. All right, final segment of the show. Thanks to Condis Presley joining us live in studio with an update on the Convoy for Care. I care about Rick in Brookhaven, so I'm going to take his call right now. Ricky, welcome to the show. How hey, are you, I'm sir? Doing great. Hey, I've got a, what could be a, the best story ever to be told uh, with the lottery coming up. Okay. On Sunday, I found a wallet on the, on, the, on the ground, 
had a hundred dollar bill in it. I called the guy. He came to pick it up and uh, gave me twenty dollars. I took that twenty dollars in, put it all on lottery tickets. So if tonight at uh, eleven o'clock, when the numbers come out and everything else, if I'm one point six billion dollars richer, I tell you that's it's the karma. best story anyone ever would be able to be, uh, that be is, able to tell. Rick, I tell you what, that's a fantastic story. And as your nephew, I'd be very happy <laughs> that you won one point six billion dollars. Well, that's a good karma. That's a good karma story right there. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'll call in if it happens. So he just, <laughs> did he just have a single $100 bill in his wallet? It was a single $100 bill. It was in a parking lot that I just happened to go through, and, and it was sitting out there, and I picked it up, and uh, he had a couple of business cards in there, and I called him, and he came back in from Fairburn, I guess is where he was. Do you know if you, if you find a wallet, so I'm glad you did that, but if you find a wallet and you just put it in a mailbox, the the post office will will bring it to the – will mail it to the guy – Deliver it to whatever address is on his license. Well, there was one problem. There wasn't a license in it. Oh, well, there you which, go. Which was really funny because when it, when I when I uh, texted the number, I said, did you lose something? And he said, are you sure you have the right number? And I said, well, are you missing a wallet? A little pause, and then he called me back and said, nice. uh, yeah, I am missing a wallet. Good for you. Well, <laughs> so, listen, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Rick, I hope you win the 1.6. <laughs> Don't forget about your nephew. <laughs> no problem. Y'all right. have a good night. You too, buddy. So I lost my wallet. And someone put it in a mailbox, and it got delivered. But here's the funny thing. So in my wallet, I had my my dead grandfather's driver's license in there as well. Like as like like a, just a reminder. Yeah, yeah. And they took that out. Really? Yeah. That's weird. They, they mailed it back to me, but without my grandfather's driver's license in there. I guess, I don't know, God. it's illegal that I had it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the other people stole it. Oh, yeah, whoever found it stole it. Yeah. Like, oh. Maybe they needed him to vote. Lou Aram. I've got to get him to vote. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it was, it was great that they that the post office will do that. That's very nice. But I was sad that uh, I no longer have my grandfather's driver's license. Yeah. It was a nice little memento. You know, you keep it in your wallet, whatever, whatever, whatever. Not like Andrew's wallet that's 14 <sighs> inches thick. If I win, if I win Mega Millions, I'm buying you a Merce. <laughs> so you don't have to, ah, so, nice. so don't have to yeah. Bad. Uh, let's yeah. do let's do start of the show there. Longoria should get it for my merch. Little ticket, Longoria. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, if I didn't give it to Deb Green, I, I, I was gonna say. I'd be a jerk because she did all the work today. Well, all the he- most of the heavy lifting. You came in second, Longoria. How's Thank that? You. Deb uh, came up with the uh, theme music, the music bed. Found all the clips for uh, what's my line. Good job. Good job. You did well too, Longoria. I did. I know. Chuck did decent. I bring up the rear. Yeah, no, you did all right. You allowed Somebody's us to got use... an anchor. You <laughs> anchor. I'm the anchor leg. Somebody's got you an allowed anchor. us to do the low T Chuck email again, which I love saying on the air. If you do want a Christmas card, email your name and mailing address to low T Chuck at WSBRadio.com and you will get prior to Christmas a Mark Aram show Christmas card. Highly coveted. They sell for like a hundred dollars on eBay, the older ones. They do. So. It's a collector's item. Uh, big show tomorrow. Little Sanjay in studio. We'll play this or that with Dr. Joe. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Instagram, at Mark Aram. That's the traditional spelling, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. And Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 